Hi, I'm Carrie, Stroke Survivor and Bind member. And I'm Kezia, a brain injury survivor and a member of Bind. And today we have um, Courtney, and she is a member of Bind, and um, she's here to share her story and her experience as a young brain injury survivor that had many milestones still to reach and accomplish. So we're super excited to have her, and hopefully you guys see pictures of her and her great smile. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited that you're here too, and we finally get to meet each other in person. Welcome to Bindwaves, the official podcast of the Brain Injury Network of Dallas. I'm Brian White, Bind's Executive Director. On each episode, we'll be providing insight into the brain injury community. We'll be talking to members and professionals regarding their stories and the important role of Bind's Clubhouse. We work as a team to inspire hope, community, and a sense of purpose to survivors, caregivers, and the public. Thank you for tuning in to Bindwaves. Let's get on with the show. So first thing that we want to learn about you is um, your little story, who you are and what you have here to share. Yes, well, um, I yes, as you all know, I'm Courtney. <laughs> um, I'm a brain injury survivor of, it's going on eight, or it's going on nine years this year, come uh, the end of February. Um, and yeah, I've had many, many milestones I've had to make to get to this point, get to my healthiest at this point. And I'm just happy to be here, happy to be alive still and still thriving. Great. Um, so one thing that we also wanted to learn about you is, um, so where did, uh, what kind of brain injury did you have? Yeah, so I had, um, the brain injury that I have is a concussion um, with a taxia tremor. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I know very little about that, I think, right? Or did well, we I think uh, Jeff, I think, has a taxia tremors as well. So oh, okay. if you notice, he sometimes he shakes a little more yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. for for the listeners that don't know yeah ataxia is more i mean the tremor you know if you just think about you know kind of a little bit unsteady sometimes and mm-hmm. have to be careful with your balance we all have to be careful with our balance after a brain injury unfortunately oh, sure. but yeah with tremors it makes it a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. so you said it's almost eight years so after your brain injury i know every life changes so much so what kind of goals did you set forth for yourself Oh my goodness. Um, I had a lot of goals. Uh, so in 2014, uh, I was 23 years old. I was in college and, um, my background, I'm a visual and performing artist. I was uh, going to school for theater and dance, um, with an art minor. Um, and I was very active. I played sports like majority of my life, Mm -hmm. very active, very fast paced. Um, also I can multitask out this world memory, like an elephant, just like (laughs) I was just that, you know, type of person. But um, when I was 23, I was actually like home from school, just kind of taking a break. And uh, that's when I sustained a head injury. I was bent down even on the phone and I was kind of distracted, rushing throughout the house, trying to look for something. I don't remember (laughs) what I was looking for, but whatever it was, it was like underneath, like the island marble counter- countertop table that was like this. And then we had like an open space in our apartment, which was like where the cabinet was. And I was like in between the space and then the island countertop mm-hmm. table. And so I was on the phone this way, rushing, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you later. And then came up, boom, hit my Ouch. head here. 
I had a massive headache. Um, I actually put ice on my head because sports, you know, we, you know, sports and dance, it, they don't want you to be injured. But if you can push past it, push past it. That's always been like my training. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not the healthiest, but, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. we just, you know, we, we go for the goal pretty much. Um, but, um, yeah, we just, after that, um, I put ice on my head. It's, the headache subsided for five minutes. And then... Um, I was like, okay, I'm good. I also checked to see if I had like a gash in my head because of how hard I came up. I didn't see any bleeding, but my head was like hurting really bad. But after the ice, I felt better. I was mobile. I was still doing, you know, whatever, um, going throughout my day. Um, went to church that day, and my grandmother, who's a retired nurse, she was also on the phone with me when I hit my head, so she was oh, wow. trying to make sure I was okay. Mm-hmm. But that's when everything, that night, everything just kind of got really uh strange the headache came on really strong i could see like i could see you carrie and then everything around you would be blurry so my vision started becoming affected and then i went home to to a leave went to sleep and then the next morning it was just all different and i just started having issues with balance issues with moving i couldn't move my left arm um and then i tried to uh my grandmother my sister my sister who uh, you know, was with me. Everyone was asking me, like, what's your name? Who's the president? You know, what's today's date? <laughs> oh, my God, And yes. I could, you know, rattle it off, but, I mean, I just felt like the world kind of went in slow motion. My movements became really, like, I was falling over. And so I'm just thinking, what in the world is going on? That's what's going on in my right. mind. But I'm like, I should be able to move. I should be able to walk. And then my grandmother told my sister to keep me moving. And so we were walking in our living room, back and forth until you know she came and uh then all of a sudden instantly I just stopped moving and the left side of my body just started tremoring so bad and I couldn't control it and I got admitted into the hospital now from there at 23 years old at the Mm -hmm. time I'm just like what is happening to me? I was just dancing on stage and what why can I not move you know and so it took a long time I'll say Oh, gosh, it's been a long journey, but my goals have always been since my injury to I wanted to get back in sports again, not even sports, but just being active mm-hmm. I, right. to the to my healthiest that I was, you know, and, you know, my goals with my physical therapist, like I just really wanted to walk again, run again, skip again spin again you know jump again you know like all of those Mm -hmm. things um, because that's what I love to do and then from there it's just been a journey even in physical therapy so yeah. yeah I definitely connect to that like as you say right now I actually had the stroke in December and I was training for the third marathon in that same year and I was supposed to run in October but I couldn't do it like I was just like my head hurts I don't know what's going on mm-hmm. and then I didn't finish it I, I trained for it but mm-hmm. I just didn't finish it um and then that's been like personally like my goal too it's just I just want to run again like I I may not be the fastest and I definitely <laughs> are not in the shape that I was <laughs> back then but just being able to connect to what I would do before so I totally mm-hmm. get I totally understand that um you mentioned too like while you were talking right now you were 23 mm-hmm. and you were still in school like were you able to finish it or what was um your idea like in the, during that time I just took a break yeah. <laughs> and um because I honestly I wanted to take a break because um during that time 
Uh, I was just like, I just want to just take a break from school just to figure out which direction. Because at this time, now granted, we I was a senior in college. Oh. Oh, so no. trying to figure out, okay, well, what, what direction do I want to go? I was actually um, in theater at the time. Mm-hmm. So they were pushing me for Broadway, for acting, things like that. I wanted to be in film. I wanted to get my, uh, oh, I wanted to get my combat license. Like that's like (laughs) to the extreme I wanted to go. I wanted to go to California, go to Hollywood, audition, you know, all those different things. But, you know, I was just kind of more in a transition of like, I don't know necessarily if Broadway is for me. I really want to, you know, explore more film or, you know, try to do something else. But, you know, we're in a in a program. So we're, we were about to go to New York City, audition in front of all these casting oh, wow. directors. I mean, for dancing, for acting opportunities. I necessarily didn't want to go to New York. It's too cold. And I don't <laughs> want to go to yeah. California. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to go to California? And it's still to this day, I still haven't been. I will be going one day eventually. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, like, I just took a break, you know, to heal. Um, and during that time, I wasn't even in school and I'm pretty sure like my like everyone from school was trying to make sure I was okay because they found out that I had a head injury and then not only that (laughs) they're seeing you know I'm tracking my progress and going from Mm -hmm. literally a couple months prior I'm dancing on stage to in a wheelchair so everyone was like are you okay what's going on you know how are you and they actually thought I had a stroke but I was like no it's a, a brain injury I had a brain injury and you know I had um it was I had to deal with uh, just healing, also kind of grieving a little bit mm-hmm. because movement's been my life. Right. And for me to go from dancing to having fun, like I love doing those things to now being immobile, now yeah. not controlling the whole left side of my body mm-hmm. to even more things like vision issues, constant headaches, um, not remembering anything. Like I even developed a, a early one of, form of it's called a aphasia mm-hmm. yes i developed that and going from even being social to m- memorizing lines and scripts and i'm just like I, I just felt so lost like i was like more yeah into my own body right and having to navigate through that i was in st louis at the time that's where i lived they didn't have a lot of resources for me and right. so i had to try to find more of my own you know and just really heal from that not uh, in physical therapy in speech constant ot mm-hmm. and i was just like oh i don't like this life i <laughs> yeah. miss my old life and but it was just a, a pause of my life like a long pause but um i had to really navigate through that and those changes mm-hmm. yeah i yeah i could totally i yeah. could totally see that for sure i mean it is it is a change a quick and drastic mm-hmm. change from before and like the next the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally understand that. I think um, I too have aphasia and I think that we have a couple episodes coming on about explaining that, right? Um, and that 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 changed everything. Like not for me it's not really being able to read quickly. Like I used to I used to read a book a month and now I'm like one sentence would make me sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a lot <laughs> a lot to you know, like could like understand and mm-hmm. remember like what did i just read so yeah i totally get with you um but you also mentioned earlier that now um you're back at work and like what does that what are you currently doing and how how did you get to that point oh my gosh yeah and you know i actually in that transition 
So I'll say I went to school. I did go to school first, and then I did go. I did eventually get into work. Now, how I ended up even getting to that process, honestly, I'll say like maybe five five months in, or I'm oh, wow. sorry, not months. Not I was like, months. wait a no, minute, no, 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 that's quick. No, no, no. Let's rewind. I'm sorry, my mistake. <laughs> uh, maybe five years in, I'll say five six six years in. Mm-hmm. Um, by this point, you know, I've um i in st louis i think in 2017 they were trying to end my therapy because they were like you're kind of hitting a plateau and i was like no i don't know i can't skip i can't like my goals i can't skip i can't dance i can't like i want to do all those things and so i actually moved end up moving down here in 2017 and meeting my physical therapist uh, steve who has worked with tons of concussion uh, patients because he's he's also the um, he used to be the athletic trainer uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the mm. Chicago Bears so he's seen a lot of players like out right. and so he has helped me like for my body get strong and it's even a mental aspect and a mental you know effort too because I had to do a lot of multitasking which is something I struggle with as well as with you know, a taxi, a trimmer, but I got to the point where my body got strong, where I could mask it. I could actually like, sorry, <laughs> I could actually <laughs> control like my muscles. Mm-hmm. So at that point, because of all the constant physical therapy, there were a lot of um, connections happening in my brain. It's like, oh, hey, I remember this. Oh, hey, we remember this. We know how to do this in, in my in my brain, the neuron connectors. Right, exactly. Um, so in 2019, I don't know. It was just, it was one of those things where I was just like, I want to go back to school. I think I'm ready. Like at this point I was like, I think I'm ready to go back. Now I didn't know what that necessarily entailed because my situation is a little different. And by this time I'm 29. So I'm just like in 2019, I was 29. So I'm like, Oh gosh. Okay. I, I was 23. Now I'm 29. Well, I can't go back on the stage. You know, yeah. I can't, you know, dance like I, I used to, but what can I do? And I remembered, uh, when I was younger, like 18, I remember there were some older people like in their sixties, thirties going back to school. And I thought it was interesting because they would actually take your experience and you can like format your uh, degree. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that. So I was like, oh, I could do that. I, I can like probably kind of form. Cause I only have like a one semester left. So maybe I could just form my degree into what I, what I, can do and so uh, I met someone uh, someone at my church um, that he also had like an injury and he told me to speak with the disabilities office when I whenever I tried to go back to register for school Um, also too when I was here at bind um, I was just trying to get so many resources Mm -hmm. because I didn't really know what that looks like as far as having a disability and going back to school I didn't I didn't know really what to do or where to turn so uh, the director here told me I should be a part of the DARS program um, and so I immediately got the number from <laughs> from the director and then I just started you know researching my mm-hmm. my mom she helped me a lot she's a, re- a retired educator too so she was helping me get all transcripts in and you know uh you know, uh, sorry, not transcripts, applications in. Well, transcripts too. Yeah, you have to get those. Yeah, yeah, I had to get those too. And so we did that process. Um, and then the DARS program, I had a counselor who helped me get, they helped you get back into school and to work. So it was oh. kind of like a twofold. So they said, if we can get you back into school, you know, we can most definitely assist you with right. that, anything that you need. So I w- went through them. They helped me get through that process too. 
And then, uh, then from there, I had to speak with my counselors mm-hmm. um, at school and said, hey, uh, so this is my background. No, I can't. I can't major in theater. I can't major, you know, in, in these areas. But this is my life experience. I also did a uh, for work readiness too. Yes. Um, a little bit. My parents they actually have their own business, which they do events, and so yeah. every they would have me go to work with them and just hang up like a drape, just right. to practice hanging up a drape. Or um, even I had an internship with um, Quan Burton Studios here in Dallas uh, for like three years, all the way up until 2020. Um, and I was able to exercise my art, my artistic skills in a different format, which is, you know, film and uh, photography. So I had all that working for me. So they took all that and concised it down. Um, and I graduated in 2020, 2020 graduate. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. And we can we concise that down to um, a Bachelor of Integrated Studies degree in huh. Arts and Humanities. And oh, wow. yeah. And so I, I actually my last project my senior project during covid i actually did creative directing and produced an entire film oh wow and it had its challenges but when i tell you that that it came out so good i was just like i i pat myself on the back i'm so proud oh my god yes do you still have access to it i still have access to to show it to everyone (laughs) now the funny thing is i never posted it i i wanted to post it but i was just like "Eh, it's just my school project but i was like no, this is good. I need. I need to. I need a. You need <laughs> well, to yeah, we can have a watch party yes, here. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's a, that's a huge success. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's the same that happened for work. Um, Dar's program. Oh, and I have to give a special shout out to the Brain Injury Association of Missouri because they actually helped me get a. They I got a scholarship from them. Oh, wow. To oh, be able nice. to go back to school too. So that was that was a blessing within itself. So. Um, with all of those programs, DARS, the Brain Injury Association of, of uh, America or Missouri, whichever state that you're in, they actually have scholarships and things you can you can apply for. That's good to know. Yeah, and programs. And then for work, same thing, DARS program, they set me up with a job counselor. And um, we looked for a full year. Now, this this took time, and I was just like... I, I need I need they were trying to find a job that fit me of something that I can do. Right. So um, it took time. But uh, yeah. I finally found a job. I work for an airline and, um, you know, it's been I'm grateful for that job because that job, it pushed me way outside my comfort zone and being back mm-hmm. into the work program or uh, being back in work. again. Right. Yes. I had to navigate through that. It was like a new challenge that it's like, OK, well, I this is now a new safety net. You know, it's not. um we're not confined anymore. We're taking we're taking off some of the training wheels, and we're we're yes. just going to jump into this. And I, I'm I'm really proud of myself. Because, and that you should be. Yeah. yeah. And it it was a lot. It still is a lot to deal with. But even setting that up, having uh, my job counselor, um, or even my doctors having to set up a what is it called? Uh, we have to talk to the disabilities office, mm-hmm. and they set up accommodations for you. Oh, and okay. um, yeah, this is really good to have. But I always yeah. have to go back and talk to my doctor and say, no, this is what I need. This is what's happening. And they have to write off on certain things like, sure. okay, this is what you know th- this person needs for this. And if your job is able to um, provide those things, they will. If not, well, and this is my challenge. If not, 
you just have to try to adjust, mm-hmm. you know, to what's needed. And if it doesn't work out for you, there's always other jobs. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I know. I mean, I was like you um, when I, after my stroke, it took me, I would say probably about eight years before I was like, I, you know what? I can go back to work. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can go back to work. I can find, you know, and I've gone back to work and I've gone back to driving. So it is scary. It's, you made me feel a li- little old when you're talking about people in their 30s going back to school. I went back to school in my 30s. I graduated when I was 31. I didn't think I was old then. But no, not at now all. Now I'm really old, so thanks a lot, Courtney. But I did the same as you. I was actually took a class that was a basically write your own course description, and so I could do a lot of work-life credit. Mm-hmm. So I did the same. I earned like 18 hours in one class, so yeah. It's That's crazy, awesome. the stuff that you can do. And I wasn't even brain injured back then. Well, I might have been a little bit, but not officially. <laughs> <laughs> not officially. That's but funny. Yeah. Honestly, it's been really inspiring to see, hear your story. And I hope that everyone that's listening to us right now feels that because it's been so inspiring and such good information. So anyone that hasn't heard more, please press like and follow us and know that we are here every Thursday. Yeah. And I, know, I mean, and it's, it is encouraging because a lot of, brain injured survivors and even people that don't have brain injuries think that once you've had a brain injury you're stuck you're confined to a wheelchair for the rest of your life you're not gonna move on but as we continue to try to tell everyone recovery is ongoing it's lifelong we can always get better we can always achieve more we're not life isn't over we are ready to go life is all about us it's just a little bit different like you said you have to figure out the new navigation of what you want to do but Mm -hmm. you're doing it so yeah. we're proud of you. Thank yeah. you so much Thank for joining you. us today. Thank well, I you. I do want to ask me. a little bit. Okay. Um, so you are doing a lot. You have a lot of resources to be sharing. So um, I think, and I did ask you earlier, if more people want to continue talking to you about what you've done, what you've experienced, um, maybe someone from Missouri is going to listen to you and <laughs> want to be like, where, what, mm-hmm. um, what, how would we reach out to you and talk to you? Absolutely. Um, you all can follow me on social media. Um, my Instagram is uh, Courtney Lorraine, at Courtney Lorraine. Uh, you can also uh, follow me on uh, Facebook, Courtney Lorraine, as well. Um, I also am starting my own business it's, nice. uh, for the Mixed Paint and Sip, and actually part of the proceeds will be going towards um, brain injury um you know, organizations mm-hmm. to help um, give them the resources that wow, they need. That's great. So I'm excited about that. It's a, it's a paint party that I'll be bringing to people's houses. And so if you oh, all want to buy a paint kit and, you know, um, you know, for, for that, uh, it's at the mix paint and sip. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. That's super exciting to Thank hear you. that. Thank you. To hear that. Um, and then I also wanted to ask another question. Okay. One more. Absolutely, yeah. What do you think um, that you definitely want to let all brain injury survivors, even their family members, know that what, like, what would you make sure to want someone know before, like, right after their brain injury or even the family members, like, as soon as it happens, like, what do you want to let them know that you would have loved to hear? Mm, oh, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> that is so great. Um Well, for the survivor who sustained a head injury, I would say be patient with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be different now. Um, It's going to have its challenges, but don't give up. And get to know this new you because you're still amazing. You're still wonderful. And keep fighting. And for the caregivers... um, patience be patient uh with your loved one your friend um 
and try not to set um, old expectations on them, especially mm-hmm. if it's something that they're they're not the same in anymore. Um, adapt and try to learn this new them as well. And um, also, too, there's tons of help that's out there. Um, like, for instance, Bind is one. Uh, the Brain Injury Association of America is nationwide. They have support groups as well. Support groups will really help everyone navigate through um, this new journey. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. For our listeners, if you're listening, we do at Bind. Again, you can contact us. We have a list of local area support groups that we know about that we would be happy to share with anyone that needs them. So, again, you can email us at bindwaves at thebind.org for any information. Um, we will have Courtney's information included in the titles and the description of the podcast today. Yes, we will. And um, if you want any more information about bind like i said like carrie just said you can contact us in the email um, but don't forget to like us uh, share subscribe and also hit notify on the youtube um, while listening to bind waves yep and again we're every thursday you can find us on all your favorite platforms and we look forward to maybe having courtney back to help us do some other stuff just a little teaser. We won't tell you what that is, but maybe we'll get some more out of Courtney later. So thank you all so much for joining us and for listening. Thank you. And I guess we'll come back. Okay. Until next Until time. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Bind Waves and continue to support Bind and our nonprofit mission. We support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life, the community, and their workplace. And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time.